0: Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insights into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at PIRB.co.za for more. Hey, welcome to yet another lacquer technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper. I am your host. Or one of your hosts, because with me, I never roll alone for these technical podcasts. With me is Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, a warm welcome to you as well. Thanks uh,
1: very much, Philip. Yeah, as always, it's a pleasure being here for yeah,
0: these like uh, podcast slash vodcasts. podcast like a technical one again. I love these yeah. technical technical conversations and discussions we have because uh, as a layperson, I'm you know, and the viewers and the listeners out there know that I'm not a plumber. Um, but I you know, with all the stuff that I learned from these podcasts, I can almost become one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Listen,
0: Richard, in this specific episode, we're talking about stratification in heat pump systems. Um and I, I, I noticed that you put it in brackets for me, the diffuser pipe. So let's just uh, I wanted I wanted to for us to just take a quick ad break um and, and look at some ads. And then when we come back, we're going to delve straight into the juicy details. So to our listeners and our viewers, don't go away. Do stay tuned because we'll be right back after this. Not knowing anything about electricity can be shockingly scary, especially when your work is affected by it. In celebration of Halloween, Articulate It offers a 10% discount on the Apex Consulting Earthing and Bonding for Water Heater Systems course. Presented by an accredited trainer, this course can help you become the Apex installer in your field. Visit www.iopsatraining.co.za to book your online course today.
1: Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za.
0: Welcome back. You are still tuned into a technical discussion on the Professional Plumber Podcast with me and Richard Bailey. And in this one, we are talking about heat pumps and specifically stratification in heat pump systems. Let, Richard, so let's get straight into it. What is stratification in heat pump systems?
1: Well, i um... Willem, the the term stratification actually is a broader term that we use for uh, any storage or hot water storage tank, for that matter. And what it is, there is there is a and it relates to thermodynamics. It re, it relates to the behavior of water at different temperatures, as we've already discussed in some podcasts. We've 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 looked at circulation within solar systems, for example, thermosiphon systems that relies on that same phenomenon. But if you've got a storage tank with a bunch of water that is being heated, or some heat is applied, or some added water is added to it at various temperatures, etc., what tends to happen if you leave that alone is you get layers of various temperatures, little zones within that tank that develop naturally, and you will have quite distinct um barriers between these layers and they will remain kind of apart from one another it's then it's not a i'm not going to call it barriers uh it's more it's more fluid than that there is a certainly a gradual um increase in temperature as you go higher up in a storage tank particularly in a vertical tank if you take a temperature in uh, at the top of the vertical tank, and at, at versus the bottom, there is a difference in temperature. So the stratification layers within a tank refer to water at various degrees or various uh, temperatures. Thereby, uh, they are at various densities, and it not they it it is at various densities, and it therefore finds itself in various layers, and we call these layers the stratification layers. Now, if you think of the design of a geyser and we'll get to the heat pumps in a minute but if you think of the design of a geyser your cold water inlet always comes in at the bottom of the geyser and your hot water draw off that goes to the tips always comes from the top of the geyser now there's a very specific reason for that and that's exactly what we're talking about stratification layers so it's nothing That refers specifically to heat pump installations. However, it does have an impact. Well, heat pumps do have an impact on that, but that's what stratification layers within a storage system is.
0: Richard, so talking about the different temperatures uh, in the water causing different densities and then because of the different densities causing different layers, um, why is this of any interest what what does it matter and what ma- difference does it make uh specifically in heat pump systems
1: yeah so so to answer that Willem, i think let's just let's just explore why stratification layering within a storage tank is important you have let's take an example of a 150 liter geyser if you protect the layers within that geyser, these stratification layers, you could probably quite easily realize about 130 liters of hot water from that geyser because you are gradually um, displacing the hot water and it is not mixing. It is staying hot at the top and eventually you'll use it and deplete it and then dip off to cold. If you don't protect these layers, you have a mixing effect happening and you have a very, very quick Uh, drop off to lukewarm water after starting to use your hot water storage. So that's why it's important to protect these layers. Now, with regards to heat pumps, heat pumps rely, again, on a circulation of the water between the storage tank and the heat pump itself. Now, it works in the opposite direction of a solar. A solar system will deliver it's hottest water from the collector to the top of the tank, right? So the solar system will will measure the temperature of the water in the tank and either start the pump and so on. So it will usually deliver water to the storage tank, which is hotter than the storage tank. It's not the case in a heat pump system. A heat pump will draw the coldest part of the geyser off into the pump heat it up by no more than three two or three or four degrees celsius and then return it to the geyser usually to close to the top of the geyser the heating of the colder water in the geyser by three or four degrees celsius and putting it in the top of the geyser that's your mixing effect you if you just leave that to its own devices what you are essentially doing is inserting lukewarm water into the top of the geyser. And that's where you're going to start to draw off uh, the, the hot water for usage. So what typically happens is, let's say you have a heat pump connected and the uh, somebody goes to shower. And the heat pump uh, at the temperature probe senses that the temperature is dropping because you've got cold water coming in. It then starts the circulation of the heat pump and starts the operation of the heat pump and starts delivering essentially lukewarm water at the top, if if not pretty cool water at the top, which gets drawn off and up into the hot water outlet. And so one and a half minutes into your shower or, or 30 seconds into your shower, you all of a sudden experiencing lukewarm water and you say, oh. This is not this is not functioning you've got 150 liters of hot water in your geezer it's just being mixed so when it comes to a heat pump system you have to ensure that the water that is delivered from the heat pump into the tank is done so in a way so as to preserve the stratification layers now you will have noticed that you mentioned the heading of this particular podcast I said there diffuser pipe because there are two methods of making sure that a a heat pump delivers its water, which is relatively cool. I just want to reiterate that fact. The water which is heated up in the beginning of its cycle or beginning of the heating cycle is relatively cool compared to the hot water stored, and it must be delivered in the correct place. So... When we talk about a diffuser pipe of a, of a heat pump system, essentially it's a simple dropper pipe, which is connected to the inlet port of where the heat pump delivers its hot water to the, to the geyser and which drops it down to the bottom third, roughly, of that geyser. So that cooler water, that relatively cooler water is delivered actually in the bottom of the geyser rather than the top. So, The other thing about heat pump systems with diffuser pipes is that the diffuser pipe is invisible. You cannot see it. You can't look at the thing and say, oh, there's a diffuser pipe installed. So it's a 50-50 gamble and guess as to whether one has been installed or not. And so it's an impossible thing to diagnose without actually taking it apart and looking at it. So it is very common. And diffuser pipes are very seldom just chucked away. They don't, they're not, and it's not understood why they're here. So Mrs. Jones, or Mr. Jones has a shower, and a minute into the shower, lukewarm water. He's just spent 30,000 Rand on a nice heat pump installation. It was working perfectly before because he had a conventional geezer. Now he's added a heat pump, which is supposed to help things. And now he's one minute into the shower, lukewarm water, no hot water. What's happening? And so, a small detail like that goes to, goes to well, uh, give a heat pump systems very, very bad names. I've heard people just utterly, uh, in utter disgust of heat pump systems and say, well, this just simply doesn't work. And doesn't. it's not the fact. The fact is that it hasn't been installed correctly. So, that is, particularly with heat pump systems, there is a very... Real concern that one needs to conserve the stratification layers within the tank when you install a heat pump. I hope I've explained it properly,
0: Richard. I, I want to talk to you specifically about the control um, of of the heat pump system and the flow of the heat pump system and where uh, the the warmer water gets put back into the into the tank, the container. Um, but before we go there. I'd like for us to just cross over to some more ad breaks. So for our viewers and our listeners, please don't go away. Stay tuned because we'll be right back after this.
1: Good day. How can I help you? Hi, I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer.
0: No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone?
1: Oh, what app is that?
0: It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a
1: smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh well, let me show you how it works.
0: Not only can you access your PIRB profile on The App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. The PIRB Master Plumber Recognition Program has officially arrived. As an essential service to society, there must be constant growth and development within this important and ever-changing industry. Developed by the PARB, the Master Plumber Recognition Program has launched as a new PARB designation, allowing industry champions to take the lead. Skilled and experienced plumbers equipped to take the lead, enroll today to start your journey in becoming a recognized PARB Master Plumber. welcome back you are still tuned into a lack of technical episode of the professional plumber podcast with me and Richard Bailey um, we are talking about uh you know the the stratification in heat pump systems and just before we went into the ad break Richard explained to us what the stratification exactly is what it means um, and and why it is important we spoke about the diffuser pipe and um, I wanted to ask you, Richard, we are drawing to a close of this episode. We don't have much time left of it. But I want to ask you quickly, without controlling how and where the heat pump returns the water, the hot water, into the tank, um, the system can seem as if it's not properly functioning. Um, how How can we ensure that this is corrected and that it is... That it works in the way that it should.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I alluded to it. The, the 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 system really does seem as though it's not working properly. And I've seen, and I, as I said, I've seen people a lamp-based uh, heat pump, and heat pumps uh, simply for for a installation or design fault. So there are different ways of controlling the returned hot water from a heat pump into a geyser the diffuser pipe is one of them uh we are we, we will do and we have are doing a, a a different podcast to to explain the other method but the the i can i can leave you with this thought if you have a heat pump installed and uh or perhaps it's brand new and it's the first yeah you know, not it's a brand new home with a heat pump system and you are experiencing that phenomena, whereby you initially get hot water out of your geyser and very quickly drops down to lukewarm or at least a little bit of a cooler temperature, you more than likely are experiencing what we term disruption of stratification layers. So the diffuser pipe, as I mentioned, is there to insert the water at the correct level within the geyser and I just want to reiterate again, and just for understanding and clarity, a heat pump relies on the circulation of the water through itself and uh, multiple volumes of the geezer, the geyser's volume through a heating cycle. It could be five, six, seven volumes of the actual heat pump itself circulating multiple times through the heat pump in order to bring that volume of water up to temperature. So each time a Body a pocket let's call it half a liter of water circulates through the heat pump. It will go in at let's say fifteen degrees C, and come out at let's say seventeen or eighteen degrees C, and the, it has heated it, but it hasn't heated it to a point where it's usable. So it is now pumping it back, and put, and if you don't look after that water, it will then it will seem as if the whole tank is lukewarm. So. I'm not going to go into too much technical detail, but but yeah, that diffuser pipe makes sure that that 18 or 19 or 20 degrees C water that is delivered back into the geyser is delivered at its correct level, lower down where it's then stored.
0: Richard, that's quite interesting. And I'm actually looking forward to the other podcasts, Vodcasts, in which we will discuss some more about this. Um, you specifically mentioned that there's another method, and that we'll go into more detail yep. about that specific de- uh, method. Um, I'm actually looking forward to it now, um, Richard. Once again, as usual, uh, I learn from these podcasts, and I'm sure that you know it carries the same value to to our viewers and our listeners, whether they be the homeowner, the consumer, or whether they be installers. Um, you know, it's always interesting to find out these little these little details that that we may either have not known before or that we may have already forgotten in some instances. So thank you for your time and your effort.
1: Only a pleasure, Willem, as always.
0: And I'm certainly looking forward, like I said, to our next podcast in which we're going to discuss, or specifically our next technical podcast in which we're going to discuss that second method that you mentioned. Richard, um, goodbye from my side to you. Uh, But to our listeners and our viewers, don't go away yet. We are going to bring you some awesome and interesting industry-related announcements. Please do stay tuned for that. We're excited to announce that the updated non-compliance list is now available. Forget about using plumbing jargon to explain the work you've done. With this updated list, both customer and plumber can be on the same page and understand a lot easier. Another exciting announcement is that our brand new show called On The Couch is launching next week. Our industry seniors will be on the couch to address your questions and concerns regarding the plumbing industry or the PIRB as a company. If you have any questions or concerns, please send them in video or voice notes to the PIRB's WhatsApp number at 079-833-6930. That number, 79 We'd like you to join us at our second last stop for the PIRB's Roadshow, which takes place in the Western Cape. Our representatives will be at OnTap in Paul on the 24th of November and on Waterstone in Durbanville on the 25th of October. Step up and step into the good fight by becoming a Champions for Charity sponsor. If you would like to contribute toward giving back to society, you can do so by becoming a sponsor of this awesome charity initiative. Contact the PIRB today at c4c at pirb.co.za for more information. That's c4c at pirb.co.za. And finally, we encourage you to enter the PIRB's article writing competition to share your perspective and experience of mentorship and apprenticeships in the industry. This specific cycle of the competition closes this Friday, the 21st of October. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social
1: media channels like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.